it is you who I wish to share my body with, she said. We'll find a dry place under the sky with a flower for a bed. And for my joy, I will give you a boy with a moon and star. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to All Things SR Podcast. We've had a fun morning of technical issues and fun things to do. So just as a, you know, we're, we're winging it today, so we'll all be good. I'm blaming the weather. It's still dark here. I don't know about you. So Leslie, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm uh, just checking to see if they can hear us. Um, I think I might have uh, a read delay mm-hmm. because I'm still showing that we're off air. But I often show that when we're on air, so. Yeah, we'll um, just uh, refresh your, your browser. And Mixler's confusing me. They can hear us, so we're all good. Yes. Oh, good. And yes, SR Fox, thank you. Morning for everyone in the U.S., afternoon in Europe. So I should be pouring tea for you. Okay, good. Everybody Across the pond. Thank the Lord and pass the ammunition. Um, <clears throat> yes, and, and thankfully... Um, because I left my other headset that had my um, Apple iPhone dongle attached to it. I had to set up a different system for our microphone and headset this morning on my side. Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy we can hear you. You can hear us. Well, we can't hear you, but we can see you online and um, that there's no echo going on. Very, very Uh, very happy about that. Lori, you're either buffering or you just have to refresh. That because I know you, you said yours is still off the air, so just yep. enough. I'm refreshing too, Lori. You and I are in the same boat. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was laughing because uh, as we were going on air, Betty wrote, <laughs> "Hello, Miss Movie Slash Book Star Pam, or should we call you Madam Pamela?" And then she just wrote, Pam, are we still allowed to look into your eyes of us that that pops out? (laughs) We will bow before you, uh, oh, Pam. Um, That's so funny. That's so funny. And SR Fox, thanks for letting us know um, about the notification. The Mixler didn't um, pop up this time. I don't know. I think it might be an odd tech day. It might uh, be. So, you know, um, I haven't checked with John at John Graz on uh, Mixler or uh, on TikTok yet this morning. So I can't tell you if it's a bones or a no bones day, but I have a feeling it's going to be a no bones day. <laughs> and if you've never seen this, this guy on TikTok, he has a little pug dog that's 13 years old. And every most mornings he, he goes in and he sits behind the dog who's lying in her, his bed. And the dog's name is Noodle. And he picks the dog up. And if the dog stands, it's a bones day. If he falls over, it's a no bones day. Which means you treat yourself kindly and, and maybe have a manicure. He goes off on all these tangents. It's real. It's, it's cute. I like it. Anyway. And I, it is very cute. Pam showed me, and now I'm following uh, little noodles, and he's adorable. So mm-hmm. worth worth the, if you like a little chuckle and you love little pugs, it's it's worth it. Yeah. And Ashley is here with us in the chat, but okay. she might just listen because she's trying to get some writing done. So oh, I hope fun. we spur your creativity, Ashley. Yes. <laughs> I'm and, hoping. And- uh, uh, I'm hoping talking about all the goodness of SR will continue to uh, get your creative juices flowing. SR and is very uh, motivational and inspirational. Yes, he is. He is. And to answer Betty's question, yes, you may look me in the eye. Um, <laughs> the only time I don't do autographs is when I'm in the ladies' room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
Oh and, my gosh, Cam, you're too funny. Only and because, I, 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 only, <laughs> only because, because many, many years ago, uh, when I, my son was, I don't, I don't, I don't, he wasn't, I don't even think he was in school yet, or he might have been. Um, I, my husband and I had a date night, and we were at this restaurant in Dubs Ferry, New York, and in the restaurant, unbeknownst to us, because we were in a different section, was um, Anne Bancroft and Mel Brooks. And mm-hmm. so I had to go to the ladies' room. I went in, and I, I'm in a stall. She's in a stall next to me, Anne Bancroft. And somebody comes what in a great and actress. asks. Yes, yeah, <laughs> she was. Somebody came in the ladies' room and asked her for an autograph. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, and everybody's like, are you really serious? You're asking Anne Bancroft for yeah, an autograph I, in the ladies' room? Some I, I people mean, just can't help themselves. No, no. Yeah, I just, I just and would I, like I've to respect stories. her personal space. <laughs> I've heard stories about men being at the urinal and somebody come in and asking for an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, so, yeah. yeah, you know, what can I tell you? Well, Betty Anyhow. said, um, Betty wanted to know if we should curtsy. And she said, no. I won't ask for an autograph at the ladies' room. That's Fine. too personal. Because no. Betty has a sense of decorum. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and as uh, Black Lab Lady says, um, you have the most interesting adventures, Pam. Uh, which <laughs> I, I concur. <laughs> we always say she needs to write a book. So another chapter for your book, Pam. Uh, yes, yes. Was, and yeah, Lori that, noted that, that I imagine Anne Bancroft would not put up with that. <laughs> no, I don't. She did not. <laughs> she said, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> if I remember correctly. Said, right, but I went, back, I, went, I went back to my, the table and my husband's sitting there and he's like, he says, what's the matter? I said, Anne Bancroft was in the bathroom with me and she's in the stall next to me. <laughs> so and so I, I I commonly refer to it as tinkling with Anne Bancroft. And if any of I you I think are, that's a great chapter title. Yeah. I you know, <laughs> and, and if you and if you're ever if you ever follow uh, Morgan Locklear on, on some of his stuff, he said uh, he was doing something um Oh, Mel Brooks just wrote an autobiography, and it's being published, I think, this month. And oh, great. He, he, I, he mentioned something. I said, did I ever tell you about tinkling with Anne Bancroft? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Morgan yeah. will, will take that and run with it. He should, um, yes. Because he's also, Morgan Locklear's uh, husband of Jennifer Locklear. They're both authors uh, based in Oregon. Um Long who are now SR, who are now staying at the Heathman be, because uh, Morgan is getting ready to record his rock opera. Oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, yeah. Yes, big shout out to Morgan and Jennifer Locklear. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had them on the show before um, when uh, talking about some of their work. Uh, they're just phenomenal, phenomenal mm-hmm. writers and human beings. So yeah, best of luck as the rock opera gets started. Yeah, really. Um, and, and and the two, their personalities so complement each other because Morgan is out there and Jennifer's kind of <laughs> quietly back there. <laughs> yes. But can yes, be just as, just as funny and outrageous. So anyway. I'm actually, I'll, I'm going to pull up their website to put the link in. Okay. Um, as we talk about it, yes, Ellie says my doppelganger. Um, yes, Jennifer and Morgan were in the writing room um, when when all things SR. Uh, Sylvain Reynard himself uh, was mm-hmm. uh, in that writing room back in the fan fiction days. They were all right. writing together, so um, their longtime um, SR um, friends and supporters. Um, and uh, Jennifer, I, for some of you who know, um, on the Ember Zooms, you've, um, you probably, uh, had a chance to hear some of Jennifer's, uh, insights and stories from that period of time, um, before the, the books Amazons, were published yeah. as they were being, uh, written. And if you haven't had a chance, uh, go back and you can read some of the comments or, or watch some of the recordings. Cause it's, 
it's really insightful to see how things translated from the fan fiction world into the the books that we love today. Yep. So true. yeah, really, really great insight. Ellie could Ellie could write all about that as well because she was there. Um, mm-hmm. And Betty says they're staying at the Headman. I wonder if Christian and Anna are staying there too. I can imagine Anna listening to Morgan's rock opera. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> there you go, Ashley. There's another idea for a fan fiction right there. That's right. So, so anyway. as we're talking about SR, we have some news. Yeah, uh, we that have some. Wants to share. So. Uh, SR said, said to us that we should receive a release date for part two of Gabriel's Rapture soon. He expects it will release in the new year. Uh, Gabriel's Redemption should resume filming in the spring of 2022. And I told, I'm told the Passion Flicks will begin selling Umbrian wine at the end of December. And the wine is sourced from the villa in Umbria where they shot the Umbrian scenes, which is very exciting because it's Sangiovese and it's one of my favorite wines. I cannot wait. Um, I cannot wait for that. That's going to be so great. If you saw that picture of uh, the Tosca holding the wine a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, uh, it's yep. going to be just wonderful. And the Absolutely. fact it's actually from... Umbria, where they shot on location, uh, I just, I can't, I can't wait. I, I'm, uh, Ellie, by the way, Jen was one of, was the one that took copies of Fifty Shades to give to the Heathman to add to their library back in the day. That would be cool. Um, also, as far as noted, that there will be more merchandise in, that should be coming to the store. I know that they've had some supply issues like everybody else. Uh, so just be patient, and things will be becoming available. Uh, the Danish translation of Gabriel's Promise will be released in 2022, and it will be, and so will the Russian translation. Uh, SR's agent has had conversations with a couple of other international publishers, so stay tuned. And Very he, exciting. Yeah. And he also he wants to thank every, everyone for the support of Gabriel's Rapture. He's grateful and so is a cast and crew. Uh, but we also appreciate reviews posted online, such as imdb.com. And thank you for everyone to take the time to do that. It really helps the cast with visibility, as well as helping Passion Flicks. And I just I just mentioned also that you, when you do uh, post on IMDb, please make sure you tag the actors uh, and, who, and others within that uh, post because it helps raise the meta scores of the actors and when casting directors and all are looking through the professional pages it, it moves them up the line so that they can hopefully get more roles in, within the United States and, and wherever that so, would be so it's always a good idea um, and, 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 as, and I'm also thinking it's the same for authors um, we haven't mentioned that in a while, but if you haven't, and I am the queen of not writing reviews, so I'm making an, I'm going to start making an effort. I think this is going to be my new year's resolution to try and start writing, writing reviews, um, some reviews on Goodreads, um, mm-hmm. which I'm putting the Locklear um, Goodreads links up because I think that's going to be the best way um, mm-hmm. to see some of their work. Um, and also with IMDb, even if it's something brief, as Pam noted, it helps raise the scores. It helps um, promote, especially if you want to promote Melanie and Julio and Christian and James, you know, getting their mm-hmm. names in um, and also the directors and as well Absolutely. as uh, cinematographers. If you tag them, it, it really helps them. So it's it's. Very exciting, and I think a lot of people do a great job with that. I know I am not one of them, so mm-hmm. I'm calling myself out, <laughs> and I'm going to try and get more reviews written. I don't blame you. And uh, it's it's Betty. Betty's funny. She said, darn, and here I was hoping that part two would be released on Paul's birthday. <laughs> oh, well. And then she <laughs> says, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Yes, two weeks in two weeks. Yes, yes. Paul's birthday show. You don't want to miss it. I think it's two weeks. Yeah, we have it on the calendar somewhere. Somewhere on the calendar. So. Yes, Um, and the SR Fox said she is. It's exciting for the Danish translation. She can understand the spoken language. Maybe a good time to dive in a language course. That's true. Duolingo yes, I love, I love that idea. And I know that there are some, I know there are some fans of uh, Gabriel's Inferno that were doing some Italian reading, um, and, and Italian classes, and in, in hopes mm-hmm. of reading some of the translations. Um, I think that's phenomenal and exciting that you understand Danish. Yeah, really. Oh, that's so cool. Um, and hopefully, a shout out. Reading the book uh, will help in, increase your language knowledge. And a shout out to Cheryl. She's in the ER. Um, I'm hoping everything's okay for you, Cheryl. They're getting ready to put an IV in her arm. And oh uh, my goodness, Cheryl, some... bringing us with you. Yeah, while you're really. in the ER. Well, hopefully. Well, first of all, you can tell everybody how wonderful SR is. And then there's these two ladies that love the, his work so much. They do this fan podcast. Um, and just, we're glad that you can join us and yeah. I'm hoping everything's okay. Absolutely. I know you said you'll be okay. And we are glad that we can be here to, uh, give you something to look forward to. Um, and, and uh, uh, Betty, Betty is saying we can't forget James. The no, king of 42 seconds. And we should mention the, the, the famous 42 second uh, post that's been reposted and reposted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Betty being uh, the self-proclaimed number one fan um, of uh, Paul posted on, I think it was first put on mm-hmm. Twitter or Facebook first and then it went to Instagram and then James picked it up and re reposted it. As so now should. it's been seen far and wide of the mm-hmm. hailing of the 42 seconds of that's of right. Paul screen time. <laughs> so, um, and if, if, if you I haven't get a seen little, it, check it out. It's lovely. And if you all of a sudden you hear a funny noise with the keys and my little Matilda cat is, uh, being very purry and rubbing her cheeks on everything and trying to walk across the keyboard. So, yeah, she's a good girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And, anyway. And Cheryl, uh, if you're not able to read and you're just listening, I just want to tell you that everybody on chat right now is wishing you uh, well wishes, taking care, Cheryl. Hope you're okay. So sorry. sorry. Hope you feel better. So lots of love coming your way. Lots of healing wishes. Oh, Cheryl fainted, probably dehydrated. It's a lot Sounds having familiar. my grandpa and a difficult 27-year-old. Oh, Cheryl, honey, I'm sending you big hugs because I know what it's like. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> we're not biting the cord. Um, oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, no, so, yes. Oh, Cheryl. Well, good. That You're in the right place and just take some time and enjoy so, um, and Floor noted, I've tried my best to leave as well, um, reviews, and she also has an IMDB account and have left reviews for both Inferno and Rapture. That's fantastic for mm-hmm. the art, the authors, um, and as well as the, um, Passion Flicks cast and crew. I know really appreciate that. They do. Um, and, uh, there are things, uh, out online um i think we mentioned that uh the emmer zoomers had um, some videos on how to post mm-hmm. things and we have a podcast um, from last year that's out in the ether that you can look into as well yeah that'll tell you how to write them where to go suggestions i think we included links on um uh, best practices and tips that type mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. so Um, and since we had, uh, SR last week, which was so very exciting, um, to have him on the show and talk about the beautiful part one of Rapture, um, I just, you know, we were able to, uh, share more, um, 
about what happened and at the during the filming. And um, I think now we can uh, shift our focus back from where we were uh, talking about the film to talking about getting back to promise in book mm -hmm. four. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, we're, and we're, and we're, we're in the right week too. <laughs> I know. I, I noticed that when, I don't know if you guys reread um, chapter 41 of Gabriel's promise or read for the first time this week, but I could not believe how it correlated <laughs> Um, it's like we're on time. We're on schedule now with the, uh, with the book. Yes. Um, we're syncing it up. This time of year, the first week of December is, is where the setting is. And just a shout out. Good morning. Good morning. Black Rom. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> good to see you. Miss Annette. <laughs> so, um, and Ashley said she fin oh she finished a chapter until proofreading this podcast is helping with creative juices flowing yay Good. so glad to hear Good. that and we are going to dig right in to chapter forty one now mm -hmm. and uh, as Betty noted we are on time with the novel so chapter forty one opens and essentially nothing fits you can see. <laughs> and you can imagine Gabriel's frustration. Gabriel's mm -hmm. with his Principessa, getting her ready for the day, surrounded with a pile of clothes. He's on the cell phone with Julia in the other room. Um, she's resting uh, because of her ankle. And uh, <laughs> wouldn't this be great? I know I say this every time we talk about promise, but wouldn't this be great to see on screen? I just mm -hmm. think this scene would be so funny. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if I can, I, I can see a frustrated Gabriel throwing clothes around. <laughs> and Julia's joking. Um, who's on the phone? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she knew she could tell his. She could probably sense his frustration. She could probably hear him too. <laughs> yeah, Gabriel proceeds to tell her that nothing um, his little baby has fits. He's tried the sleepers, the dresses. Everything is too small. Julia suggests he try the top drawer of the dresser. She said there are more three to six month sizes in there. And always amazed me he how said fast he was not impressed. Grow. <laughs> I know. Well, and I was thinking three to six months, depending on the size of the baby, they three to six months you go through really quickly. Um, you know, I, my I, kids I, were on the higher si higher percentiles, so they were not wearing three to six months for very long at all. Um, and Betty said, about zero you to know, three Gabriel months. would grow if Julia, if Julia would ask, Paul is, would growl if Julia asked, Paul, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my yes, God. That would be so funny. I think we need to suggest that to SR for a future mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think he would do that, but, but that's really funny to imagine. It is funny. Um, so he's just, uh, Gabriel's not impressed. All these items were inadequate. And besides their summer clothes, um, he found a pink dress with embroidery and some white tights that looked like pants, but with feet. Um, but she needs a sweater. And so he doesn't know, you know, he's like, these clothes are too cold. She's going to catch pneumonia. Um, so Julia said she has lots of sweaters and hoodies in the closet and she asked him to bring Claire to her when he was done. Julia is enjoying a relaxing morning, having breakfast in bed, um, mm -hmm. and recuperating from her injury. So, um, a lot of people in the chat are commenting on how fast the babies do grow. So I think it's a good scene because it really is reflective of what happens. Betty notes babies grow really fast. My blessedness 2.0 outgrew his clothes too. Ellie said, my kids started with three to six months, newborn size, no newborn sizes for them. And Lori noted one of my sons was 10.4 pounds and 23 inches Three to six months never even came into play. Oh my gosh, Lori. 
You are a strong woman. That's all I have to say. Wow. That's a big, big, big beautiful baby. baby. My father was 17 pounds when he was born. Oh, my gosh. I don't I know can't how my grandmother that. did it. It was her last child, but I don't know how she did it. No, no. Oh, my gosh. I can't even yeah. I can't even imagine. And uh, Annette said, my oldest practically lived in three to six months for a while. My youngest felt like he was in those for a week. <laughs> and Gabriel, you don't know the name of tights? <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. I mean, you've got those white things with feet. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's funny. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's a little flustered because he wants to... Uh, he wants to take care of his uh, little principesa. And uh, Lori, I had no doubt that you had a C-section. God bless you. Oh, yeah, my really. gosh. So we asked SR, um, since Julie is upstairs um, enjoying a relaxing morning with breakfast in bed, we asked, Julia um, is enjoying breakfast in bed. Did Gabriel prepare it for her? And SR responded, yes, Absolutely. I believe he made waffles and bacon and tea. Because mm-hmm. um, I think we also asked him what did she he what did she have for breakfast? Right, and um, uh, how I how think that sounds like a wonderful breakfast. I know. Well, he likes to pamper his his beloved. You know, he <laughs> likes to pamper this, Julia. That's true. That's true. But this is a man who, who went and got spaghetti of limon from a <laughs> restaurant at their dinner. Yes, <laughs> this is true. And Black Lab Lady made a comment. I really hope they do book four. Julio is so great with kids and all the IG posts out there with his friends and family's children. He'd play a great dad, I'm sure. He'll he play a great I, well, dad, I'm sure. Absolutely. We, when we were in Syracuse for the filming of the first uh, part of uh, Gabriel's Inferno, um, uh, Tosca had her kids were brought in uh, late so that they could all have dinner together. And uh, Julia was in the background in, <clears throat> of the scene that they were starting to film. I think it was in the cafe. And right. he's playing with you the kids. You didn't have to be on set yet. <clears throat> right. He's playing with the kids and, and giving all giving them a hard time and all you hear the squeals and laughter from her two kids. He's, he, he oh yeah. So uh, it would be great to watch um, him interacting with kids on screen. Absolutely, because um, it is he. He really what you see out there is is very genuine. He is um, he's just you know like a big playmate mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, he um, was. <laughs> it's really sweet, really really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty asked, "No orange juice." And Flora says, sounds yum. I'm all about the waffles and the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Flora, right? As I'm sitting here, I'm like, that sounds really good. I wish uh, <laughs> I wish Gabriel would bring me breakfast in bed right now well, that, that's about uh, while right. I'm doing the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. coffee and I have a Nutrigrain bar right now. Uh, so. <laughs> my coffee is empty and I have no milk, so I can't have cereal and one egg. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, breakfast always comes after podcast. For me. That's true. And we're, we're, we're running with technical difficulties, but personally, without a lot of coffee. <laughs> yes. And, and Annette said, he had me at bacon. True. True. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. Well, oh, um, by the way, did you know that Canada is releasing, I think it's like 50, ga- 50 million gallons of maple syrup out of their reserves because they're running out of maple syrup. <laughs> I did not see that. Oh my gosh. Well, they export. Well, I heard they export like 70% of their maple syrup. I'm sure uh, they and, do. And, and the US huge... is the US takes it the highest. So I saw this on Twitter, so I responded. Love this. Any of you need I have a little bit of uh maple syrup here if you want it. I'll share. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, you have to have the As maple I... syrup with the waffles. That's true. I love that. Good Canadian day day, Amber. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Flora said, yes, please. G serving breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, exactly. Insert fantasy here. Um, and Benny noted, Gabriel would never buy Julia a donut. That's why I love Paul. 
Betty, I love your love of Paul. It makes me smile. Yes. Yes. So back to the story. Mm -hmm. Gabriel told Julia that he'll, you know, he'll bring Claire and, but only for a few minutes because he was going to take her shopping as he grabbed a pink hoodie. He continued saying she must have had a growth spurt. There are just a few things that fit her. As he put the white things on, buttoned the dress, only a few things that could warm, that could keep her warm. He, he just bundled her up. And then Julia says, you want to take Claire shopping? <laughs> Julia asked if he was taking Richard with him. And uh, Gabriel said no. Rebecca had taken the day off and she and Richard were going to do a walking tour of Beacon Hill. And then they're going to a movie. Huh, was her response to this news. So she's pondering this, and we asked SR. Richard, Rebecca and Richard went on a walking tour of Beacon Hill. Um, what did Gabriel and Julia think about them going to Beacon Hill in a movie? Um, and SR said, they aren't quite as suspicious of this event as Rachel would be, but I think they're a little surprised. So. <laughs> nice I think, friendship starting there. Yeah. So. Gabriel suggested maybe uh, he should not leave her, but Julia assured him that she would be fine. She had a ton of reading to do for Cecilia's classes coming up. And this would be a good good way for her to get <clears throat> get into it. And she's, she also had the ankle bracelet, so she could put her around a little bit. Uh, so he hung up the phone, grabbed a giraffe that uh, Claire had been chewing on the ear from, <laughs> and uh, putting on his shoulder and saying, come on, Principessa, let's go see Mommy, and then we'll going to get you a new wardrobe and he grabbed his phone and left the nursery. <laughs> I just love this whole scene just would be so precious. I know. It it's, fun, it's a funny so I, 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 I was laughing at it half the time but because I just mm -hmm. you know Gabriel the alpha male <laughs> doing I know. Stuff. How so, far he's evolved right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Gabriel went shopping on Copley Place in Boston and while shopping with a toddler and a stroller was not ideal, he liked the shops because they had a array of shops to go to. So, of course, he went to Barney's Children's Department. You know, Barney's is the end-all, be-all, especially of New York fashion. <clears throat> oh, yes. Uh, so he's sitting in a chair, sipping an espresso, and he's got three salespeople, all sales associates all around him, uh, getting everything that they would need for Claire, who was in his arms, gumming the giraffe for the next six months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the delightful way of shopping, just being able to sit there and have things brought out to you. Uh, they also <laughs> furnished her with a better new bunny than the one sitting in the carrier at the moment. <laughs> yes, yes. And, well, you um... know, my thing is, is uh, I don't think Gabriel ever heard of the two French stores that are in the area, J.C. Penier <laughs> and Target. <laughs> yes, or as my as my former boss would call it, Jacques Penet. Yes, Jacques <laughs> Penet. J.C. Penny. Um, and Betty just said, no Target for Gabriel. I'm actually <laughs> putting in the website the link to Copley Place so you guys can check out their vendors, mm -hmm. you know, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, not what yeah. you would envision for uh, <laughs> no. uh, and no Annette no geranimals at Walmart so <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Betty's saying leave Paul's bunny alone <laughs> absolutely so we uh, we asked SR says, uh, have you explored Beacon Hill and Copley Place and he says yes one of the things I like about Boston is walking around the different neighborhoods and both of those are very interesting Beacon Hill has some interesting architecture and historic buildings. And That's true. I, and yeah, and we also asked, has, Hill's have, you gorgeous. Heard, have you ever heard of Walmart or Target for kids' clothes? So SR posed the question to Gabriel, and Gabriel was replied, do they per provide personal shoppers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the personal shopper is the one that's sitting at home with her foot up. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm actually putting in a link to the images 
some images of Beacon Hill, just so you can see. It is so it is a beautiful area. Charming. Um, it's it's just it's so quintessential. I th I and I think uh, Colonial Beacon Boston. Hill, uh, Beacon Hill is also where the Boston Brahmins all live. Yes, um, that was the hoity-toity part yes. of Boston, and also um, near the Capitol, if I'm not mistaken. Am I right about that? Yeah, I think I thought... you're right. So it should be noted that Gable was not going to dispose of the that bunny Paul Norris had given her. Claire preferred the bunny over Barney's bunny, and Gabriel sighed, did the sigh of a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we asked if did Gabriel specifically ask for a new bunny at Barney's SRs of course and what does a sigh of a martyr sound like and SR says halfway between <laughs> suffering and death <laughs> so funny mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know I just I thought that line was really funny that's why I asked <laughs> I'm like sigh of a martyr. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and I'm just putting some of the uh, questions in here so you have them as well. Yeah. And <laughs> Betty's saying, so is Gabriel going to this fancy store because of the architecture? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, it's no, just because everything's I the best. Absolutely. It's all the best, and he can get the service and the quality he wants. So well, it like is funny, it's, though, his reaction like to uh, the bunny. St. Francis <laughs> Chapel. I mean, you know, you would think Gabriel is either going to a very modern church or a cathedral-type church. And St. Francis Chapel, where Claire was baptized, is in the hall at the Prudential Center in Boston. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right next to Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Maybe that's Which is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. So. It's the Christmas yeah. halftime show. It is. Since we are in the first week of December. And, and the, story. the first uh, week of Advent. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think uh, um, Hanukkah should be over fairly soon, either tonight or tomorrow. Anyway, I think I think we have a few a few more days um, as well. So for everybody celebrating, I hope you're having a wonderful season. Mm -hmm. um, yes, as as Annette says, halftime. Merry Christmas. And Betty says the Christmas parade has begun. Absolutely. But if you've been following Hallmark, Hallmark Channel, it's been going for weeks. Yeah. So. After we asked SR about the halfway between suffering and death sound of the martyr, um, we're back to the story, and, and Gabriel returned to the car, um, buckled little Claire in with all of her parcels of uh, clothing that now fits her, and his cell phone rang, and it was Jack Mitchell. And Jack stated... He found the car in question, the black Nissan Rouge, and it belonged to Pam Landry in Philadelphia. Gabriel was trying to figure out who Pam was and could not place the name. Jack did not think he would, adding that her son Alex had a friend repair the, black, the, the back window of the black <laughs> Nissan. Um, Gabriel glanced into the back seat to see Claire grab Paul's rabbit and put an ear into her mouth. <laughs> Gabriel winced at the sight. <laughs> and Betty's saying, Pam, Pam, Pam. <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Pam Landry from Philadelphia. Um, so Gabriel's talking and thinking about who is this Pam. And Jack mm -hmm. proceeded to say that there was not a connection between Alex and Julia. He was not able to, to identify one. He also told Gabriel that Alex did have a connection to Simon as a fraternity brother from the University of Pennsylvania. And as Jack said, and I quote, Alex is a fuck up, a heavy drug user. He flunked out of school, bouncing around from jobs, but he threw a lot of cash around. So that calls things into question. 
That, and that's, um, that's, uh, that sounds very familiar in my house too. <laughs> sadly. Yes. Yes. Sadly. Um, so Betty says, you can ask us, Gabriel. We know Pam. <laughs> and Annette says, Pam. <laughs> Betty says, Pam, only the most famous podcaster in SR's world. <laughs> Betty, oh God, I don't all. think so. Betty, you and Perling, you're the OGs. Absolutely. Absolutely. You were the original podcasters. So we asked SR, tell us about this Pam Landry. And he responded, she's extraordinary. As is Julian Gabriel's neighbor next door, Leslie. Leslie. Which is <laughs> making. And as I responded to SR, I said, you're making me blush. Mm-hmm. So that was a very sweet little nod. Um, I think for those of you who've listened um, when the book was being written, SR kept saying, I have a surprise for you. I have a surprise for you. And yeah. we thought, oh, maybe he's going to do a giveaway and, you know, for the podcast. Um, and this was the surprise. Yeah. So it was a very, very lovely surprise. A very generous, very thoughtful thing to do. And it's much appreciated. <laughs> and Lori said, ooh, the light bulb. Now I understand what Betty mentioned at the start. <laughs> yeah, it all makes sense now. Um, if you don't know that small backstory, um, it would have been a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Floor says, love that. SR is awesome. Absolutely. We think so, too. We think so, too. Um, and he's done that. He's done nods to various fans and has inspiration from fans. And, yep. you know, he, he pulls from a lot of different resources. Yep. Betty Eleanor. said, I was jumping up and down when I read Pam's scene. And I think <laughs> we were doing the same when we read Elizabeth's scene. Yes, we were. Um, <laughs> especially because... <laughs> Yes, because of Paul. Yes. Um, And uh, Annette says, it is one of the most wonderful things. And Lori said, yes, Betty, too. So um, Gabriel asked uh, what the connection to Simon was. And Jack was working on that. You know, because they're still trying to figure out why would somebody be tracking them? You know, they have this guy Alex, the son of Pam, um, connected to Simon at the fraternity. And, you know, what was going on here? What they're trying to dig into it. And um, Jack was working on it. Um, He noted that Alex's new ride was a red Dodge Charger. And he doesn't think that he will be bothering them anymore, um, was Jack's kind of thought. He said it sounded Mm -hmm. like it was a surveillance job. But he screwed up when Gabriel broke the back window um, because he wasn't being very discreet. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. Gabriel knew and and Gabriel kind of, you know, went right after them, protecting him. So Jack asked if he wanted to make contact. And Gabriel said no, only if he made a move this way. You know, I think Gabriel Mm -hmm. is thinking, look, if, if this was a one time thing. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to escalate anything. Um, but he, you know, he, if, if this happens again, you know, he, he wants to Jack to kind of move in and talk to the guy. So Gabriel asked if they thought it was the kid who was in the woods. Jack said he didn't know. The kid did not seem the nature type is what he said. Mm-hmm. And then Gabriel said, maybe it it could have been an animal, but that didn't explain the flashlight. And if it wasn't Landry, you know, Alex, who Mm -hmm. was it? Um, So Jack mentioned he has a buddy. He's going to keep an eye on the house and uh, that his buddy drives a blue blue Toyota Corolla with Massachusetts plates. (laughs) And don't fuck up the window. LOL. So Jack wanted Gabriel to know he's going to have someone who with watching the house and watching out for them, um, kind of having protection in place, which I think is really cool. And uh, (laughs) I'm laughing at the chat. Uh, Nat said, two more people to sign my promise book. (laughs) Betty said, I wonder if Paul will give Elizabeth a nickname and noted that Gabriel has a good arm. And that's suggesting beautiful mm-hmm. Betty, maybe. 
And uh, maybe he could catch the girls' softball team, Betty said. <laughs> you never know. And, and Betty, yes, it wasn't Paul, she said, that's for sure. And mm -hmm. she agreed that would be a lovely nickname, Betty. So, uh, Annette. So, yeah. Um, Jack, Uncle Jack, on the, on the scene, taking care of business. Got got the information they were seeking, at least some of it. Is going to keep following up, but mm -hmm. also making sure that his niece and her family were safe. So, Absolutely. Um, I think that probably was very, it's still unsettling because they don't know exactly what was going on. But I think the fact that there's uh, someone who's going to be watching out for them, I think probably a is a good thing. Yeah. So I'm just going to say one thing about Jack. Don't double cross him. Anybody who oh, goes, no. anyone who goes to the Melrose <laughs> Diner, those who know, go to the Melrose. It's a tough neighborhood. <laughs> you don't want to cross yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No playing around nope. with Jack Mitchell. That's for sure. Nope. Not I would want to be on his bad side. What a great character. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he, 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 I would love to see him and Nicholas Kasser get together and do something. That would be fun. Oh, that I, would be fun. That would know? be very fun, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think we've ever talked about that possibility. No, I don't think we have either. It just, just occurred to me. Because, you know, knowing the neighborhood where the Melrose Diner is, and that's normally where you find Jack when he meets, meets people at the Melrose. Um, mm -hmm. It, 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 you know, it's, it, it is, it's South Philly, South Philadelphia. Yep. Um, a lot of well-connected people in South Philadelphia, if you know what I mean. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, so you don't want to, you don't want to mess with these people. <laughs> <laughs> Betty said, what if they already know each other, which is well, possible. That, that is a possibility. And yeah. Betty said, one more question, Uncle Jack, what movie are Richard and Becky watching? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Betty, that would have been a good one. I should have asked that, us yes. that. Let me see if I can remember to put that in last for next the next one next right. week. Right, right. We'll put that, make a note of that. So, anyway. mm -hmm. so as uh, you know, he's, he's checking everything out and every and all. Uh, he's uh, checking on Claire as he's looking at us about the cost, and Jack told him that he was doing the guy a favor and which was good news for him. He said, Simon Talbot is on a plane to Zurich. And, uh, the word has it that he had reconciled with his father and who got him out of the U S before the father's political, um, future could be in danger. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he has finance job, but he was told that if he fucks up again, that the senator will cut him off permanently. Uh, he won't be driving by the house anytime soon. And, uh, you know, did he did he want any send anybody over to uh, Switzerland? And Gabriel said no, but he, he was concerned that maybe he hired someone else. And if he could keep digging just to see uh, just to see if there was anybody else that he might have put in there. And he also said that he was worried about, you know, how much do I owe you? And uh, he says, you know, it's a family discount. It doesn't, he just wants to keep his family safe. Uh, so Gabriel put the phone back in the console, carefully backed out of the parking lot. I wonder if he has one of those backup noises in some cars. Right. The beeper. The beeper. <laughs> beep, uh, beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 Anyway, uh, contemplating <laughs> what he had been told. While Simon was not an issue at the moment. He knew what was going on, and he knew just who to call to keep an eye on him. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we we'll have know. to see what happens next. We do Since know Simon's that. Simon's out in Zurich. Yes, we do. I love when our favorite book characters collide. Yes. You know? Betty says, everybody's going to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, um, I think it's, I think it's, I think this 
relationship, you know, we haven't talked much about this, but I think now's a good time to talk a little bit about this relationship between Jack and Gabriel. And I think it's been really interesting to see how, again, how things have evolved mm -hmm. um, from way back, you know, when Jack was called in essentially because Gabriel was in so much trouble. Right. I mean, that goes all the way back to Inferno. With the drug dealers that mm -hmm. he was, you know, screwing around with mm -hmm. um, when he was in the throes of his wicked addiction. Um, when and he was, was in Southie. <laughs> Not South Philly, but Southie, Southie up in Boston. South Boston, which is, can be just as bad. <laughs> um, and he... You know, it's gone from that and people feeling, you know, Julia's family feeling like Gabriel's this cokehead who is completely disregards everybody um, mm -hmm. to, you know, coming to be around to protecting. And I think he has a respect for Gabriel now that he didn't have before. True. Um, I think he's suspect and I think he's always going to be suspect but I, I, think, I think Jack I, is like that to begin with. He's, he's suspect of everything around him. This is true. <laughs> and, that, and that's kind of what makes him, you know, good for at this kind of stuff. Because he is. Yeah. He's detached. Yes. It, sound, it sounds a little bit like my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law probably would have made a good detective. Yeah. If he had chosen yeah. that, that path in his life because he suspects everyone and everything and he does more research than you can imagine at looking back at mm -hmm. old newspapers and he finds out property records. I Don't ask me how. I don't know. <laughs> Craziness. Anyway. I know. I know. And, and Betty said, ring, ring, Nicholas answers <laughs> in terms of uh, going to Switzerland. And Betty's saying, Uncle Jack, how come you didn't attend the wedding? And. Well, you know, it could have been a thing that, you know, it's a destination wedding. You get, you, I don't care how much money you have. You do keep the, unless you're a Kardashian and want to spend a trillion dollars okay. on a wedding. Well, you know? he just may not have wanted to travel either. That's you know? true, too. Um, so. but he, Betty said, so uncle Jack is fonder of Gabriel than Papa Tom. I don't know about that. I don't know either. I think Jack is so suspicious of everybody. He tolerates them until they prove themselves right. Mm -hmm. I, what do I you think, guys think? think is, um, right. uncle Jack fonder than Papa Tom? I'm curious. And Black Lab Lady was saying, agreed, Leslie, Uncle Jack will always be on alert in regards to Gabriel, but things are much mm -hmm. better than they were. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that is saying that, you know, uh, she's starting to sing the Fresh Prince, but of, instead of West Philadelphia, it's South Philadelphia, born and raised. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and Betty, Betty just asked, do you ever wonder if Gabriel had Uncle Jack investigate Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if he is, he's not saying anything. <laughs> and I think if yeah, it happens, I don't... it would happen more now than it would have been earlier. I think, he, he... um, I don't know. I don't, I think Gabriel feels pretty confident in terms of knowing Paul's background. Mm -hmm. And I think now, I think he's much more confident in, uh, you know, by this point in Gabriel's promise, I think he's feeling much, I shouldn't say much more, but I think he's feeling more secure in his relationship mm -hmm. with Julia. And Ellie uh, thinks that Jack respects Gabriel for wanting to protect Julia and sees he has changed. I think so. Um, mm -hmm. I agree with that, Ellie. Um, Floor says, I love that Jack and Gabriel have this unspoken understanding. It's definitely a better relationship now in regards to Julia. Mm -hmm. And Annette says, I agree with Pam. He's never going to be wary of Gabriel. 
And but I no. think that's I I honestly believe that's just Jack's nature. Mm-hmm. Or he wouldn't have the connections and be able to do the things he does without that yeah. nature. And I don't know if I said that. I, I didn't. I don't know if I said that correctly. He's never going to not be wary of Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he's going to have that suspicion because it is his nature. And um, but I think having I think having him on their team, you know, protecting them, watching out for them, mm-hmm. I think is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be curious to see how it evolves in the story. And I, I, but I also think Jack is wary of Aaron. Yeah, you do? I do. Interesting. Not, and only because I think, you know, and granted, Gabriel's family is extended family now, but I think, you know, he, but he looks on them as family. Right. So. You're right about that. Yeah. So we shall see. And, you know, anybody who marries into the family is always suspect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I love the kind of juxtaposition of this chapter because it starts in kind of such a humorous way um, in the reality and the mundane of uh clothing your child right and then it evolves into the the call Mm -hmm. when you're when it's it's going from this mundane everyday routine but a funny kind of scene of home life and then it goes into this getting the call and you know putting it on the international stage Mm -hmm. and the bigger the whole bigger picture of oh well it could be related to this you know this cars from this you know this messed up guy in Philly Mm -hmm. and you know this guy has a connection to Simon and Simon's you know son of the guy running for president and Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 it goes from that mundane um, slice of home life to Mm -hmm. you know this big expanded picture and you know the whole thing is is focused on family and protection Right. And I, I, it goes back, you know, I say this frequently too, you know, the theme of Gabriel's promise, mm-hmm. you know, and, and his promises to his family, one of them is protection right? and love, of course. So, you know, it, it carries, it carries over really beautifully in this chapter and in, in both point, of those examples. And Ellie points out that, uh, well, Jack is always watching, uh, but he's not charging him. And he calls them family, and uh, that shows progress. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, Flora said, I agree with Pam. Newcomers are always suspect, and we have to be on high alert. And Betty's saying, I wonder what was Uncle Jack's first impression of Simon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if Jack ever met Simon. I know Julia had been dating him a while, but I wonder if he ever actually interacted with him. I don't know. Um, before you know things turn south and i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure jack would have seen through you know the flattery i think jack would have had him pegged from the beginning i think i think probably right yeah i think jack would have known that Mm -hmm. so anyway anyway what uh what tunes uh do you have for us today pammy I have The Girl by City and Color, Ooh. which is uh, I don't know, one of those indie things that I like a lot, too. I love that. So, Since we're so, talking Philadelphia, uh, that's probably something you would hear on WXPN Public Media. Uh, absolutely. Or in New York, WFUV. Mm-hmm. Or used to. I don't mm-hmm. know whether they do it or not anymore, but I'm still connected <laughs> oh, to Courtney O'Connell. I love it. I love it. Lori noted that she said he would have seen through Simon. She was actually typing it as Leslie said it. So Lori also thinks Jack, Jack would have had his number. Absolutely. Um, So join us next week um, for chapter 41, 42 rather. Yep. 42. Um, And Ashley's saying good podcast today. Thanks for the writing fuel. Thank you. Glad we could help. Well, 
be see you all next week. Yes. Have a great week. Stay safe. Enjoy the season and take time for yourselves and your loved ones. And check out Noodle to see if he has a bones or no bones day. (laughs) (laughs) So thankful for you guys. Take care.